So hello and welcome back to the Big Lab podcast. Today is episode 15 and I'm joined with Emily. Hello. Welcome. <laughs> How's things? It's good. I'm good. Enjoying the bank holiday. I'm trying to anyway. No, it's a bit cloudier today, but um, yeah, no. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to no problem. chat about all things. Yeah. yeah the, uh, the weather's not too good this weekend. It's actually chucking it down as we speak um, here. Um, but it's it's just nice to have a bit more normality again, isn't it? Being able to get yeah, hundred percent. I know, and it's been so sunny like previous weekends, and it's just been the energy when you see people out and like being around in the shops. Yeah. It's been so nice, and even being in the gym, everyone's just buzzing to be there, which is just so nice. Um, so definitely, yeah. everyone's mojo's back. Yeah, my gym's been absolutely packed for about two I weeks. Bet. <laughs> Every now and again, like I've not been bothering taking my camera with me because I've been training alone recently and uh, there's just no room to actually put my camera anywhere to film anything. Yeah. So I've literally got like no workout footage since I've been back in the gym. Yeah. So I'm having to try and like recycle old things to like repurpose them as content. Um, I got a YouTube video the other day though. I went to a bigger gym that's close by um, that went up oh, yesterday. Nice. Um, but yeah, it's not ideal at the moment for getting content. <laughs> And there's been know, a few times, difficult. like there's been a few times where I've gone in and it's been quiet, and I'm like, I should have just brought my camera in case. <laughs> like, <laughs> always the way. If you don't take it, you then need uh, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I suppose you go in the evenings. Do you go in the evenings? Yeah. Work? Yeah. Yeah. I've been sort of mixing it up. Either going straight after work or going about eight o'clock, and it's not really made a difference, to be quite honest. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I go, I tend to go in the day, ideally in the morning if I can get it done and out of the way. But yeah, summer evenings, like I work one of the evenings and it's like jammed. Yeah, it's but, ridiculous. But it's it? nice. It's nice to see. I assume when the weather gets a bit nicer, it'll get quieter again when people are out in the beer gardens. <laughs> so yeah, make, make like the most that, of it then. Like, yeah, it's like that January period. And then oh. by February, it's a bit quieter. <laughs> yeah, so people, like that. people from like join and then realise they don't really fancy going. And you never see yeah. it again until the January after. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, on a rejoin offer. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> but anyway, the uh, the topic that we are speaking about today is sort of how Emily got into fitness and sort of how it started and how it's got to where it is today. So first question is, how did you actually get started in fitness and going to the gym? Like, where, oh, did, where did it so start? I going back ages ago when I was in like year nine so oh I've been out of school six years um so that was like eight years ago I joined the gym uh, purely to lose like the puppy fat um and I went with my friends and we walked from school to the gym and back back home and obviously that was just like a long we went we didn't really know what we were doing in terms of the gym I guess like I had my induction and just basically followed that <laughs> um but so I did that and lost like a fair bit of weight sort of gained a bit more confidence going sort of coming out of school going into college um and obviously when I went I'd always go put my headphones in carry on work as hard as possible whereas my friends would all like chat and like being so young you sort of like mess around a bit don't really know what's going on um whereas um now sort of I then went to college um I did study dance professionally at college then went on to uni studied dance at uni and then re sort of joined the gym again different gym 
um, towards where my uni was uh, in Staines. And um, yeah, just basically really fell in love with it. And I'm um, obviously doing dance. I'm so passionate about people um, looking after their bodies. You have to be able to, because you're dancing day in, day out in the studio from eight o'clock in the morning till five, six, seven, eight o'clock at night, depending on obviously the days. Um, and I had a lot of friends who didn't look after themselves or they'd struggle with shin splints or they'd be really tight and then they'd sort of hurt something. And then I'd then think, oh, did you roll out? Did you sort of massage your calves or did you do this or did you that? And now it's kind of stemmed on from there. And then I became really passionate about looking after the muscles. If you've got strong muscles, your joints are slightly more protected. Okay, you can never prevent an injury completely. Like if you're going to fall over, you're going to fall over. You never know yeah. when that's going to happen, which I'm sure you understand from football. Um, yep, I've had my first few injuries. <laughs> <laughs> but um, obviously, the stronger you are, then you're just a little bit more protected. And obviously, your muscle acts as like a nice kind sponge to your joints. Um, so it kind of then stemmed from there, then went to the gym from the start of uni literally every week um then obviously got into it that way really um and that was how I just fell in love with the gym and then have been going non-stop for like the past four years completely um so yeah that's how I got into the gym and sort of getting into a fitness and I've always been really active like I was always dancing all week every weekend um non-stop doing tap jazz ballet modern the list is endless like dancing <laughs> singing and just yeah so you're the last the person we want to come up to on a dance floor though when <laughs> it reopens oh, oh i don't know about that when i've got a drink in me it's very it's slightly different <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so it's quite um like it, it stemmed from that and that was how i completely and now i can't get away from it <laughs> <laughs> so you say when you first started you didn't really have a plan or an idea of what you were doing when you went back did you have any further idea or did you get a um, PT or I didn't get a PT I obviously followed or that was when I started my fitness account because obviously we've been following each other for years mm. which is so strange we sort of created our accounts at similar times and it was just kind of following from who was like the Gymshark athletes then Sort of seeing what their workout was and then sort of seeing people from youtube and just kind of stemmed from there really looking back at my first videos from when i properly went back four years ago i compared to now i knew nothing yeah. um so god knows what i was like back in year eight or year <laughs> nine <laughs> um but yeah so and then just kind of built up i got chatting to the pts then I'd follow their content from that particular gym that I went to. Then at the gym that I went to when I came back home in like the holidays and things, I'd follow those PTs, see their content. And it's kind of just broadened out from there. Like I've always tried to chat to the PTs coming through the door to find out more information and then just gradually, yeah. So the, you said the, the first goal that you had was to get rid of a bit of puppy fat. Was yeah, what was... <laughs> when I was really young. <laughs> what sort of stemmed that was it seeing things on instagram well was instagram even around then i don't know no i don't, I don't, think, don't, it was. don't think it was <clears throat> but like was it was it sort <laughs> of a strange feeling like any sort of pressures or what was it that made you want to um, start i don't know I, don't, I suppose at the time i didn't really realize i was overweight until i looked back at pictures right. and then i just kind of went 
sort of not with the aim of like I want to lose weight because obviously I was so young I didn't really understand any of that but I knew sort of being active and then actually going from the shape I was in like year eight and year nine obviously I went through obviously that's like puberty age as well so you go through that um then looking back when I left in year 11 obviously I was just a lot smaller um so obviously looking back now it was just getting rid of my childhood like obviously you just eat whatever and yeah. you don't understand anything in year seven year eight you've not got a clue and obviously in the canteen they never did the best of food like it would be yeah. brownies and all of the snacks <laughs> chips pizzas and obviously that's what we'd eat at school so um in secondary school anyway um so yeah it's not like I didn't necessarily I don't know whether I had a goal I think I just kind of went to the gym really enjoyed it loved sort of working out and obviously my core got a lot stronger because I did a lot of active stuff obviously not really knowing what yeah. it was but in terms of my dancing as well we have to have a strong core yeah. we have to hold ourselves and obviously that all comes into it as well um but yeah and then obviously coming out in like four years ago when I went properly back to the gym um it was again it was more about sort of building that strength and sort of feeling good obviously you always aesthetic goals I think are a funny one to work with I now would never ever say to someone don't work for the aesthetic work for the performance the strength the the enjoyment of doing whatever exercise you choose to do and obviously because I've come from loving dancing to then falling in love with the gym like I didn't just go to the gym because I wanted to look a certain way um but yeah, I don't know. I feel like I go off on a massive tangent. <laughs> so before you joined the gym, were you involved in any sorts of sports when you were a kid? And what was it that made you choose to go to the gym in the first place? Like in year nine? Like, um, why was it not something else? Why was it the gym? I mean, I did. I can't... Uh, <laughs> Well, let's start with PE at school. I absolutely okay. loved it, but I was absolutely rubbish. Like, <laughs> I'm such a team player. I'm such a, yeah, like, let's do this. Everyone's working hard. But I was so that person to get hit with a ball in the face because I couldn't really catch it. Right. So, <laughs> and so obviously I did, I just did my dancing. Even at school, like I did dance at GCSE um, and it just, that was my sport. I did that at the weekends outside of school. I did do football a little bit when I was really young, but we won't go there because I was terrible. Um, and it just kind of took over. And then I think in terms of when I went at school to the gym, it was more, I think we were like me and my friends, we were like, oh, should we just join? Like we didn't really know what it was. And obviously at the, we went to like a leisure center one. So you, yeah. not many gyms can be under 16. But certain leisure centers I started have out like as well. specific, yeah. yeah. We were only allowed um, in between like th- like half three and five o'clock or something, Monday to yeah, Friday. Yeah, it would be like really specific times. Yeah. And then as soon as like it hit like five o'clock, one of the PTs would come in and do like a whip round of getting everyone out. <laughs> like, yeah. Gutted. Yeah, it's mad to think like what well, I remember doing some leg, but I remember doing all sorts. So you actually went in and started lifting weights? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Um, like on the weight the machines I wouldn't do like free weight I didn't do any free weight stuff obviously maybe the medicine ball with some core stuff but I didn't do any any free weights I just did a lot of the machines I think because it was just in the induction um and I was just like I'll use this as a basis um but yeah how how 
good on my form was then <laughs> i'd have loved to have taken videos but obviously yeah. instagram didn't exist like camera none phones of that like was two thing. megapixel cameras as well <laughs> yeah and like a brick phone like yeah. so chunky <laughs> so yeah, um, some phone <laughs> <laughs> yeah it wouldn't quite be the same now yeah not quite <laughs> um and then obviously yeah going into the gym like from when I was at uni, it was, I started filming myself, I then started noticing forms, then started chatting, realising what was good, what wasn't, um, but yeah, no, so it's not really, I've never, I think it just came from me and my friends wanting to join the gym, yeah. I don't think it came from necessarily a sport background, which I suppose, I don't know whether you came from like that sort of thing, like what was the uh, with me, I've played sports pretty much since the age of seven. I started playing football for a team. Yeah. And then throughout like school, I played cricket, did taekwondo, athletics, swimming. Oh, cool. Uh, did rowing. Um, went back to play football. And I joined the gym at, how old was I? 15, I think it was. Year 10. I think this year I've been going to the gym for like 10 years. Um, but yeah, it, for me, it was because I was dead skinny, um, which quite a few people find a bit shocking. But I was I used to be really, <laughs> really skinny. Um, we used to have like a few little bits of weights at home. Like we literally, we still have the weights, actually. It makes me laugh. We've got these three kilo dumbbells and we had a pull-up bar, you know, the ones that you hook onto a wall uh, on the, yeah. the door frame. On the door. Yeah, so I'd literally, my workout used to be like few sets of press-ups a load of bicep curls about 10 sets of pull-ups and then like loads of abs but like there's only so much there's only now so there is so much wider than that and then like we went on holiday in the october to spain and there's a photo of me around the pool and i was like mom i want to join the gym <laughs> oh that, i love that pretty much straight away i think i put on about a stone in a month it was ridiculous I ate wow. so much food and went to the gym. Like, basically, I'd get home from school and I'd be bored waiting around for my mates to come out. Like, they'd just take forever. They'd sit around, yeah. play an Xbox or whatever, and then come out later on. So I didn't play games or anything like that. So I'd just be sat there waiting. So I'd finish school, walk straight down to the gym, have to obviously be out by 5 o'clock. And then by the time I was home, got changed, had something to eat, they'd be ready to go out and play. So yeah. basically Monday to Friday, that was my day, like every single oh, day. I love that. Yeah. I know by the time you've like got back, so it takes so like, mm. I used to always walk everywhere. Obviously that is now a drive, but mm. um, yeah, no, it's, it's so long. And then like you say, so active in the evenings as well. Yeah. And then basically um, quite about six months later, I started rowing in um, the, the back end of high school. And then I had to stop going to the gym pretty much. Uh, I, I only used to be able to go once a week at one point because I was training nine times a week rowing. Yeah. Nice. Um, so yeah. it'd be like twice on a Saturday, twice on a Sunday, and then basically Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And then I was meant to <laughs> have a day off Friday, but I'd end up in the gym anyway. Um, yeah. But yeah. And then went back to playing football once I started working again and smashing the gym at the same time. Yeah, it feels so nice now, like, working on, um, like, obviously different kind of goals. Your mindset's so different and, like, life is so different now to when yeah. I first sort of joined. Even from uni, like, obviously my body's changed so much. My strength has got 
so much like I have so much more strength um yeah. and yeah it's really, really interesting I said I think that's what's amazing like when you film bits and pieces of workouts and form things and then looking back you're like whoa what was I yeah. doing <laughs> well yeah now like I I don't really train for performance or anything like that anymore I haven't for a while to be quite honest um mainly due to trying to get different content for Instagram over the years yeah, um, yeah. I've sort of kept like you know like your usual bench over press things like that in my workouts and then I just yeah add other whatever I feel like on the day I'll just be like oh I'll do this today. yeah um I know yeah I kind of have in mind a split and then I'm in yeah, my I mean yeah. split currently and then I just I'm like oh what can I do on this on this day and then I fancy yeah. doing different exercises so yeah it's quite nice and I find as well you have I don't know whether uh, I feel like everyone's like how do you know what to do at the gym and it's like you ha- end up having like a back yeah of all of this stuff so that you know whether it's chest legs or yeah. lower one lower two whatever however you split it shoulders arms you know in that like category you have all of these different things yeah. um which and then you just can obviously and the choice is endless well like quite often i'll usually go in the gym knowing that um i'm gonna do like back and shoulders yeah and i'll just judge it on how i feel on the day so if i'm feeling a bit tired I'll probably do more sort of accessory work instead of big yeah. sort of heavy compound lifts. Um, yeah. I just play it by ear basically. Um, and I just go for the enjoyment. Like, yeah, like, 100%. Like, um, sort of, I don't get stressed to be honest. I'm probably one of the most laid back people going, but like, <laughs> just to, uh, it just clears my head after like a day at work or whatever. Yeah. Puts me in a good mood. But, um, 100%. Yeah. I like, my brother was saying to me the other day, he was like, I'm, he said, what do you do on the bench press? And I was like, oh, I don't know this. And he said, oh, well, I'm going to catch you soon. And I was like, yeah, but the thing is, like you're specifically working to up your weight. I, just, that, yeah. I, I have not done it. Like if I started doing that, then you'd be nowhere near me. Um, it's just <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it's the fact that I'm not actually training to that goal. Yeah. Um, and he keeps asking me. And like, I think so. that is just so important as well. Like I'm really trying to get across all my clients now I can do one-to-ones is that it's it's about enjoying it it's about Mm. feeling confident it's about being there just enjoying the workout enjoying whatever cardio you choose to do um and obviously I suppose both me and you have come from a quite sporty very different sports background um and we did that because we loved it and then obviously that's led on to the gym and we do that because we love it and Yeah. yeah no which is really important yeah that's it the main thing at the end of the day is enjoyment like people like I've seen on Instagram and stuff people talking about what's the best exercise to do for fat loss and stuff like that and it's like any of them (laughs) like literally any exercise it's not it's not to do with that it's to do with your diet at the end of the day whether you lose fat or not like 100% you could sit and do like quite often I will literally stick to a three times ten like exercise like reps and sets yeah unless it's specific yeah, I'm about the same yeah I'm not that fussed on sort of messing around with my um reps that much like yeah you can work to different goals if you drop them or increase them but um at the end of the day what's govern what's going to govern you putting on weight or losing weight is going to be your diet you don't have to change up your exercise split at all a hundred percent like Definitely, you could do the yeah. same workout plan all year round the only thing that's going to decide whether you put on weight or lose weight is how many calories that you put in your mouth. A hundred percent. And I've, I've learned so much about that um, more so recently, obviously 
I worked with, if it wasn't for COVID, I, I wouldn't have done it, but, um, or I wouldn't have joined the gym that I did, but I worked with obviously a coach last year and worked towards a photo shoot. I'm currently working towards a photo shoot now, but it's slightly different. Um, and I learned so much about nutrition. I have like, it's mad, like, and people don't, and until I did it, I then now can explain it really well to people, but actually knowing what I know now, like about like the nutrition, like um, I was talking to someone this morning and it was like, like you're training, like if someone asked you, oh, how, how are you sort of achieving this goal? Um, and it's like my nutrition, I worked my daily goals, my calorie goals, macro goals, whatever, um, strictly. And I said, that's what gets me. I never talk about my training. I yeah. said, my training's consistent, yes. I always aim to work my hardest every session and push as much as I can. But um, it's at the end of the day, it's my nutrition that comes down to it. You will always sort of, someone said in their story, which is a very brutal way of saying it, but you will always fail if you haven't got one or the other. Like you yeah. need both. Yeah, 100%. Going back to it, was there anything that sort of worried you about going into the gym? Because obviously what you were, how old would you have been? Like 14 going to the gym? Yeah, 14, 15, yeah. yeah. Yeah, 14. Was there anything that sort of bothered you about going, anything that you were worried about, or was it just sort of you were a young kid that wasn't really too bothered about anything and just went straight for it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't really... I mean, I've always had some... I'm not, like, out... Oh, I am a little bit, but like, I've got some sort of confidence. I don't have too much, but in the sense, I think, because of my performing... And getting on stage like you've yeah. got to do it I think I was just kind of okay like let's do it obviously there were always people we stayed on the weight machines or I did me and my friends and or the cardio and I'd go through about five different types of cardio in one session thinking now I'm like oh god I'd never do that <laughs> um, but and obviously there was a lot of people there were guys that knew what they were doing and you always think you always are like oh I hope they don't sort of think but I never really thought about that too much or I tried not to um because I think even in now if you I always say this to clients coming in who are sort of really scared of the weight section it's you always think people are looking at you but really they're just in a daze because they've just finished however many like a set and they're just sort of trying to get their breath back you know you always you always have this worry and I think it's very common for people to have that worry about um other people sort of what they think and what they do and you always worry about what the pts are thinking of you and whatnot but actually everyone's sort of there for not necessarily the same reason but you know there's there is a reason like a baseline that everyone yeah has. like at the end of the day if everyone's been a first like a, a newbie to the gym at some point yeah. it's just the fact that like like i was saying before i've been going to the gym for nearly 10 years you're not going to be anywhere near my level of sort of knowledge and understanding of going to the gym if you're just starting out and you're maybe what, yeah. 15, 16 years old. Yeah, 100%. So it's, yeah. and and what you said about people sort of staring at you in the gym, like like quite often um, it's just people in between a set just daydreaming, like waiting for Literally. that waiting for that minute or minute and a half to like I, yeah. I just sit there looking at me watch waiting for the minute to tick over and just like, but like yeah. I, I know I do it myself I look around the gym just because I'm bored waiting for a set um and yeah. see if there's anyone in there yeah. that I know <laughs> it's not like I'm specifically yeah, like staring at someone going what the hell are they doing and that's the are yeah, no. ridiculous like yeah 
A hundred percent. I would say, I think and I find now since I've started working in the gym, since they've been opened, it's mm-hmm. that fine line is really difficult. And there are some newbies that have come in and who don't necessarily that experience, understandably, yeah. no one is like you say, you, everyone's got to be a newbie at some point in anything, mm-hmm. whether it's a new job, like, you know, we've got to work up to knowing, having experience, blah, blah, oh. blah. But, um, and there is that fine line for where do you go when it's dangerous? Um, yeah especially from a PT point of view, obviously some, like, you don't want anyone injuring themselves, especially from point blank. Yeah, I've seen some shocking stuff in the last two weeks. <laughs> really yeah, bad. And no. it's like, I'm not in a place where I can go over and say something to someone, or I don't feel like I am anyway. But Yeah, even I struggle with it. Like, if I thought something was that dangerous, I'd mm. tell someone who's slightly a bit more, bit more experienced, or even one of my managers. I'm like, yeah. you know, it's going over and having that confidence to be like, and not patronising as well. Yeah. I find being... Um, a female trainer as well if I was to go up to a guy like they could yeah. deem that as really patronizing because I mean stereotypes definitely come into it as well yeah. but like you know you don't want to you don't want to be like oh sorry you know, it's fine but I just want to explain this um, and obviously it's just knowledge is power you know we learn we grow yeah. my form's nowhere near what it what used to be to what it is now and I find that yeah um, yeah it's a it's a learning curve and I think what we said before about recording yourself in the gym, even if you've not got an Instagram account, you don't need one. Just record yourself and look back at it. Yeah. It's so helpful. But um, going back to some of the shocking things I've seen this week, someone um, was bicep curling in the squat rack the other day. No, I think I, was, I saw your story, yeah, actually. Was, someone's <laughs> unfollowed me on the back of that as well. I got a message yeah. off, um, I'm not going to say who, but like some someone sent me a, a, a dm on the back of the story saying what's wrong with that they're literally just exercising i was like well it's it's like a, it's a bit of a ongoing meme and joke on like instagram about people's like curling in a squat rack and then um i can't remember what the reply after that was it was like there's nothing wrong with that i was like i was like no they're using a piece of equipment that isn't needed to do the exercise that they're doing <laughs> like they're taking yeah. equipment up where someone could be benching or squatting and also yeah benching and squatting are probably <laughs> the two yeah. like main that some I mean my gym really fortunate to have six racks but yeah. like some places don't they have two or three yeah. and yeah, therefore exactly. when it's at peak time you know people want to get using it um yeah, exactly. so yeah no I completely and then I, I went on the profile the other day to see if they um like to see if they were still following me because like when I sent the message, they just left it unread. I was like, they've definitely unfollowed. <laughs> went on and it, <laughs> yeah, they unfollowed. But I'm not, I'm not too bothered if a snowflake wants no, to. No, and I think it's important to get things across. Like I find it's always difficult. You're always so worried about what other people think about like opinions. Like it's so. So like, many snowflakes on Instagram these days. Yeah, and especially like with the gym and PTs and especially safety and you know we want to get across in the best way possible we can and you know if someone disagrees with that it's like the form police I don't know whether you follow I've seen them yeah I'm I'm so scared of ending up on there at times obviously but they're saying it how it is and they're saying it because they want people to get the best form possible, which is what yeah. obviously everyone. Well, some of the videos are ridiculous yeah. as well, aren't they? <laughs> it's... I know the leg press ones. I'm always scared to look at them. Oh, when they the knees like yeah, hyperextend. <laughs> Whenever like I'm always like, do not lock out your knees. Yeah, it's minging on the leg press. It's the yeah. biggest thing. Um, but yeah, and also like slightly 
I digress, but like going back again to having that confidence, like since I rejoined, yeah. you know, just go, go to the weights area, like be that, like, who cares? Like, yes, okay. A lot of the time, especially in the evenings, you will get a more male dominant area, but you know, show for the, like, come on, like work it. Like you're doing the same exercises. No yeah. one cares. And actually I think, and it makes you feel good as well. Like I find, and you know, anyone and everyone, everyone can be in that area is there is not like to be fair in our gym it's um there's actually quite a lot of women that go into the I love that. and i was like like it's been quite good to see to be fair because like you say like quite often it is a very male dominated section of the gym but <laughs> i think instagram's helping with that now because obviously a lot of girls are seeing other girls lifting weights yeah like, and i can great. do that too sort of thing and uh, 100% yeah, it is good to see. But um, what are your short and long-term goals at the moment then? Uh, how short and how long are we talking? Short-term, I don't know, say three months. Okay. Long-term, anything after that. Okay. <laughs> anything above. Yeah. Um, so obviously, <laughs> short-term goals, um, obviously I'm cutting again um this year i like to tread down a little bit for summer more for confidence i like to see what my body can sort of look like last year i did a cut and i had no clue you going got in really good shape what, actually what, i have obviously that wasn't such a good going into that i i've said this to everyone i did not plan to look like that i didn't yeah. know what i'd look like um obviously i knew you know women typically it is um we hold more weight sort of lower on our hips um obviously for like children like, <laughs> and that is great and you know i've never seen more than my top two abs and my like sort of oblique lines but and i've ne i didn't know what i was gonna look like at all and it really shocked me coming out everyone's like oh you 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 knew you were gonna i said i had no idea mm. and that I really pushed myself for. So at my starting point last year, looking in terms of this year for like sort of these this goal, um, is very, very different. So I wanted to push and see what I can do this year to really have a difference. Um, so yeah, that's obviously I'm working towards the shoot. Um, I've got seven weeks to go, well, six weeks on Friday. So just under seven weeks. Um, but yeah, so that is going to be interesting. Again, I don't know what's going to become on the back of it. I am slowly getting leaner. Um, I was going to say, lovely. Like, you put a photo up before, didn't you, on your story. Are you further along the line this year at the same point as last year? Because uh, you yes. are quite lean already, aren't you? Yeah, so last year I did 12 weeks and obviously I was holding a lot more weight on my, um, my bum and my hips. And this year, where my shape changed throughout last year during that cut, it's a similar shape to my ending, but obviously I just filled out slightly more, but in a completely different shape. Yeah. Um, I don't know whether that made any sense. Um, but yeah, so it's I've now dropped much quicker. And obviously we're doing a slightly different food protocol with my coach. I would always recommend to anyone, if you're sort of looking to work towards a shoot, um, competing, whatever it is, um you know always like even like i'm a pt but a coach needs a coach you know you always need yep. that and i like to have that 
consistency yes I could trim down without my coach and have give myself my own macros and still look good and still but because I want to just push it a little bit further and really have that accountability every week weigh in photos um and sort of have that guidance in training he gives me my split um then yeah it's a lot to work towards so yeah we're just working at that really sort of pushing each day with food sort of staying on top of it um but yeah where did the want for doing that come from and is there any sort of interest in sort of stepping on stage with it or is it just purely to see uh, like a personal thing for you to do um it was well thinking back to last year so when covid hit um i knew my coach from a previous gym a pure gym that he used to work at and he said i'm doing lockdown like classes for free um just to keep obviously it was the first lockdown no one knew what what was going on um so i just did every week um or every day even at 3 p.m we did these workouts i was in here this has been my home for like a whole year (laughs) now which feels great um but and we ended up long story short making a whole new group of friends and then we ended up training like on the fields together when we could outside and um a couple of them were being coached by him and obviously i've always known his work is incredible like his transformations are something else and I've always been like wow I wonder what it would look like what I would look like what my transformation would be um and then because they were talking about it talking about their nutrition talking about their training talking about um wanting to work towards a shoot I then was like oh do you know what like let's give it a go and he did an offer in June so I sort of said oh sod it I'll let's sign up sign me up yeah. gave him my money I was like take it <laughs> um, and then just worked towards it didn't really know what was happening didn't have a shoot anything of that in mind I just thought right let's start this and then after a month I saw my changes from that those first pictures and I went let's book a shoot like let's do it let's see where we can go um and that was where it stemmed from really like I never had any of it in plan and he used to be the general manager of the gym that I'm now working for so again if that hadn't if lockdown had happened I wouldn't yeah. done the classes I wouldn't have done the shoot and it and so on we love the butterfly effect but yes yeah, so that was why that was how I sort of got into getting a coach and now obviously yeah sort of back with him which is so nice um yeah nice. <laughs> we, we, um, <laughs> but, yeah um so yeah no it's really good long term oh I don't know I mean again sort of slightly going back like I'd never say no to competing um however I'm not it's pushing it that little bit further the yeah. shoot is start working to towards one thing yeah you've got to start um, taking in yeah like your health and st- stuff like that and hormone and regulations become, so yeah can't... and it becomes a full-time thing you then obviously most of the girls on that stage is their period mm. the guys their sex drive gets like there are so many there are a lot of negatives yes there are a shit ton of positives and my girls I'm so close with I absolutely admire them I think it's incredible but me personally um because I work so much towards enjoying like I don't want to lose that um but again never say never but that is my current view on like whether I'd ever compete um but and that's why I quite like the shoots as well like yeah okay we're pushing it but we're not going that extra bit further and I know you like James Smith a lot um and I will never forget him saying like why do we look up to these people who get on stage when their bodies practically stop working 
yeah. and we admire that as the fitness industry that is what a lot of the fitness industry looks up to and actually it's really interesting to question on the backside of that yeah it's basically controlled anorexia but like towards the back end isn't it like it's yeah. that level of body fat but obviously it's like purposely done <laughs> to an extent if you get what I mean yeah and 100%, yeah for me I I got asked by someone if I'd do it and I did consider it for a while and then I thought one um it's a sport that is purely opinion based so it it's at the end of the day there's no yes or no right or wrong answer and I'm I come from a maths background as well especially being like an accountant with work I did maths and further maths at college (laughs) and science as well so it's either yes or no with me whereas like when you're competing it's down to whoever's on the judging panel's opinion as to who wins that's a really interesting way of looking at it yeah so there's no right or wrong it's purely on someone's opinion and then you like you see it when like Mr Olympia happens and someone wins and then someone's like no this guy was so much better shape and it's all completely opinionated and not only that it's the sacrifice for what six to nine months of the year to step on stage for what like 30 seconds to a minute um you're gonna like you've got birthdays you've got weekends holidays all of those have got to sort of be put on hold or you can still go to them but you can't sort of not saying enjoy it as much you can still enjoy it but you're not going to be able to go like if one of the lads says oh do you want to come for a pint at the pub can't <laughs> i'll have a water like i sorry i play um right. i play football as well and like big thing about the football team is after it we go back to the club and have a drink together and it's like Love the whole that. sort of social side of things as well and for me it's just not worth it um, to give all that up for, like I say, an opinionated sport that is going to yeah. last maybe a minute. Yeah, 100%. I completely agree. I think as well, like when I'm cutting, I I mean, I made a post about it last night. Um, yeah. I choose not to drink. I could drink. Yes, yeah. of course I could, but I prefer to eat my calories. Yeah, <laughs> um, I saw that drink before. Them. <laughs> <laughs> and I, um, like, I do say no to the cake to the biscuit okay yes I can have all that I can have my treats I have my chocolate I still eat all of those things um but obviously I have to restrict myself and I choose to because I want the best results possible Mm -hmm. however I could not sustain it all year round oh my goodness me like I love a drink I love my food I love getting pizza I love like you know I mean I love all that and you know to gain that extra few kilos for that you know I'm fine with that and I love my body when I'm shredded shall we say and I also love my body when I'm not when I'm enjoying just a little bit more food and just feeling a bit more relaxed like I it's sort of you've got to take that in consideration obviously when competing you're, it's a whole year round thing yeah yeah and for me it's just not quite worth it yeah no 100% I'm the same um but yeah long term I oh, currently I'm obviously focusing on my business um so I guess for me, it would be sort of gaining more knowledge from clients, working with so many more different people, seeing yeah. how my classes progress. And sort of it would be more of like a business fitness goal um, rather than necessarily my training and nutrition. Obviously, long term, I'd love to see where my body can go. But I always, my daily goal is to always obviously 
train consistently. I don't train all, every day. Um, I train five times a week, but you know, keeping that consistency and sort of just building more knowledge and understanding of training nutrition and just sort of seeing where my body can be or where I will be, what I will look like, what my business will look like long term. So oh, nice. You? <laughs> I think. I'm trying to think if there's anything that we've missed along your sort of journey. I know we're, it's difficult. We're pretty present so day now, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, it's just. I mean, transitioning through sort of uni since I sort of re fell in love with it. It was my training just became more and more intense, um, yeah. and sort of. I pushed myself that little bit further. I think before I'd just play it safe, I'd sort of knew what was what. Whereas then when I actually started understanding training, like properly weightlifting, I then was like, oh, actually it can make a big impact. Um, But yeah, I just enjoy it really. I think that's the main takeaway from this podcast is that find something that you enjoy. There's so many different things that you can do in the gym. It doesn't just have to be weightlifting. It can be circuits, CrossFit, powerlifting, yeah there's so many different things that you can do and i think it's just finding what you enjoy and sticking to it for a reasonable period of time and you will actually see some changes whether it's whether it's just mentally it doesn't just always have to be physically um 100 percent. but yeah um i think that about wraps it up i love it i don't don't want to dilute all the stuff that we've been talking about (laughs) previously yeah. yeah no it's um definitely I feel like we could talk for ages yeah, but yeah exactly. no 100 it's been so nice and thank you for sort of letting me open up a little bit and sort <laughs> of explain a little bit more in so much um so much depth and obviously it's really interesting to sort of hear your views on the backside of things as well and how you sort of became into it I think it's like you say people have got to remember like going into the gym obviously everyone's a newbie at some point yeah. you know it's about you're in there for a reason just enjoy it do what you can ask questions like ask people around like everyone dm like do you know what i mean if um and that's how we all learn and grow which is obviously the most important thing yeah i said on a previous podcast the other day quite a lot of gyms these days as well have sort of floor plans on the websites and quite a lot of them obviously have instagrams now so you can even have a look around the gym without actually physically going to it because you can just look through people's instagram content and even if you do start the gym, the, most gyms will offer a free induction. So that is a good way to, one, walk around with someone who knows what they're on about, and two, actually see where all the equipment is before having to yeah. sort of walk into a gym and have a look around. Because I, I did that the other day, actually, when I went to the other JD gym near ours. Like, obviously, it's a new gym. I, I'm not that phased by it because I'll, I'll just walk around and find something. But um, obviously, I've that's a new gym for me and trying to find where stuff is is it's not it wasn't necessarily daunting but I'm just sort of stood there at one point just like where's that machine (laughs) (laughs) yeah no I know what you mean and it's it's literally just about finding and like having that comfortable being comfortable and like it is so I remember when I first joined back in the gym uh, when I just when I started uni and I didn't know where anything was and you know you just want to feel a bit more confident and someone just showing you around then makes you feel like you're comfortable again so yeah no it's really worth doing yeah even I got on the wrong machine the other day actually I was filming a YouTube video in that gym the big one 
and they had these two machines next to each other that looked very similar. And basically all I wanted was a um, plated shoulder press. And what I ended yeah. up getting on was basically a hybrid of an incline press and a shoulder press at the same time. It was weird. Yeah. And then I realized <laughs> the machine I wanted to go on was right next to me, but then someone had sat down <laughs> on it and I was just like, right. Uh, I was, I was doing back and shoulders. It. Yeah. And I was just like, right. I can hit a bit of front delt if I change the grip on it. But, yeah. It's like, even if you're just starting out, don't be sort of too, uh, keen on getting a split going just go in there and sit on a few machines Try and, different. Yeah, figure out where they all are you don't have to go in and be on like a crazy workout split to begin with if you're just starting out exactly a hundred percent and that is exactly what I've been telling people sort of coming on tours in the gym and sort of yeah. wanting to know and it's like just get yourself familiar with the place first yeah. um don't and also some people are still jumping into it brand new because obviously lockdown they've only just reopened yeah. so you know just try a few different things just go twice a week even you know get used to that then you know yeah. then you start working on different things and yeah 100% okay I think we will, that's that one up here thank you lovely well down. thank you very very much and if you are watching on YouTube make sure you hit that like uh, button and if you're new subscribe and we will see you in the next one Love it. Thank you very much.